Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Empowering Her podcast. I'm your host, Melody Pormorati, and I am joining you from Boston right now. So uh, one of my daughters is studying for the week at Berkeley School of Music, and my other daughter, Ella, and I were making a vacation out of it and hanging out here, uh, working, hanging, vacationing, all the good stuff. Uh, while she's there so we could all come home together and things don't always work out the way that they're meant to and my daughter Ella unfortunately got sick so I'm literally in the bathtub in a bathtub with all my clothes on hanging out here recording this podcast episode for you guys while she rests in the other room so uh, just funny how like sometimes you got to do what you got to do and sometimes the plans that you make just don't work out the way that you plan them and and that's okay and life goes on so uh, at least I get to hang here with you guys and bring you a topic that you've actually been asking for so uh, it's very important to me to bring content that that is Uh, empowering to you, but also content that is super relevant to you. And so this week we are going to talk about how to create and run a heart-centered business. And I encourage you to stay all the way until the very end um, where I will share my very favorite uh, tip on running, literally like a soul-led heart-centered business. Um, And before we start, I just want to share that there's really no one way to create a heart-centered business. What I'm sharing here is my way. Um, It's super individualized, but I believe that uh, when you're doing a business like this, when you have a business that um, is adding value to the planet, that is of service, you want to run a business that means something to you. So tip number one is back it up with meaning. As some of you may know from previous podcasts, I literally grew up in an entrepreneurial family. And while I totally loved working with my family most of the time, uh, the, the connection for me wasn't there with what I was doing and what I was selling and how I was showing up each day. There was just something missing. So while I love being an entrepreneur, that particular business wasn't where I was meant to be. And I learned that after years of sticking with it and trying it out. And what you know, when you intuitively know that something is not aligned, eventually you need to make a change. And so I held on to that entrepreneurial piece, but I knew that if I was going to thrive in a business, it really needed to be a business that had meaning for me. And obviously, Girl Life has a ton of meaning for me um, because with every transaction, with every uh, facilitator who signs up, I know that we are empowering another 100 girls across the globe. And that, to me, is everything. So I encourage you to ask yourself, how can you create a business backed with meaning? One that makes you want to get out of bed every morning and make a difference. Um, just recently, I did a facilitator training with, with all of the amazing women in our community, and we were literally talking about how to re-motivate yourself when you're feeling uninspired, because that happens, right? Even when you have a business backed with meaning, we still get feelings of like times when we're kind of blah and meh and we just don't feel like doing the thing and we need to reignite our passion for what we're doing. 
And of course, as I was doing this training with our facilitators, the first thing I had to say to them is, remember why you started. Remember why you started this movement. Remember why you started on this mission. Um, You did it because it was making a difference. You did it because it meant something to you. So hold on to that idea of running a business backed with meaning. And I promise you, I promise you that... um, Every interaction will be a positive one, even if it's tough, even if it's hard. Work is not always meant to be easy, um, It's, but it's we do hard work, right? So like we change this idea. And if you're a part of our community, you've heard me share this. We don't like to call it hard work. We want to change the narrative. We want to call it heart work. So while we're putting in that aligned action, while we're putting in the, the hours and the energy we know that it's all heart-centered, heart work, and that makes it all so much better, I promise. All right, so uh, the second thing is don't compete. Like, if you're in business to compete, I urge you to, like, stop and really think about it. Yes, of course, in the marketplace, there will be other businesses that are doing what you're doing, um, but I encourage you not to compete. I encourage you to collaborate. Like, in every way this business that I'm running. Like I I look at other um, organizations and entrepreneurs who are doing things somewhere in the vein of what we're doing at Girl Life. And I use them as inspiration. I use them as uh, collaborative partners. We've come together on Instagram lives. We've done giveaways together. We found ways to elevate one another's missions. And some of you may be thinking this woman is off her rocker, Um, but it's all about collaboration over competition for me. That to me has proven to be one of the secrets to my success. And I promise you, when you put out that energy of support for other female entrepreneurs, when you find a way to bring them into what you're doing, you all win. You all grow. It's like this gift that keeps on giving. And I know some of us who've gone to business school or have been raised in businesses and family businesses, we're taught to like, you know, tune out our competition in not always the most positive ways. And I'm just inviting you to potentially look at your competitors in another way. And maybe you'll even be inspired by them, right? Bring that energy of inspiration into what you're doing and look at what they're doing and say, wow, if they're doing it like this, um, you know, that's just proof that I can also do it, but do it in my own way, shine in my own way. All right. The next thing I really love to do in my business is to create free gifts, like freebies that I can give away so that even when people are not purchasing the program, we're serving everyone. We find a way to serve everyone, people in third world countries, people who wouldn't otherwise have access to the tools that we offer. We find a way to give so much free content so that everybody wins. And of course, the win, the win-win in that, the first win is that, um, that, that these people are getting access to, to empowerment skills and ways of being and ways of serving their communities that they wouldn't have access to otherwise. And the second win is for those who who can afford the program, uh, and this is of course just for my business, I want you to think of how it applies to your business, 
When I give away freebies, they get a sneak peek of what it's like to work with me. They get a sneak peek of what our community is like, what we offer. So uh, everybody wins, right? I win because I'm bringing new people into our program. The girls win because they're being empowered by our new facilitators. And the other people who are taking on the freebie and, and doing just that, they are winning because they're still walking away with something, some sort of offering from my business. So find a way in your own business to give something away for free. It feels so damn good when you are able to show up even when you're not being paid. And that's where the heart-centered business model really comes into play the most because it's like such a good feeling. It's such a good feeling when you are able to serve to, to certain parts of the community and where, when you're able to serve and earn to other parts of the community. And the fact that I'm earning um, is my ability to continue showing up for people who maybe can't afford the program. So I hope that this is making sense um, because it's, it's such, it's such a, it's again, I, I can't say it enough. It's such a win, win, uh, find a way in your own business to give away free content, whether it's in a podcast like this, whether it's in like a 10 step success guide, uh, find a way and, and get it out there to your people. All right, next thing and something that I live by is treat your students like the queens that they are. Uh, students, customers, whomever is the consumer of the product or the service that you have created, I want you to treat them like royalty. That's probably one of the greatest um, access points to my success at Girl Life, to our success at Girl Life is that every facilitator is, is, again, is royalty. I will lay out that red carpet for her. I will be there for her when she asks for something, when she has a concern, when she needs help, when she needs direction, when she has any sort of question or has a suggestion for how we can improve our program. I'm right there. I'm listening. I'm with her. And these people, these people are what makes make the world go round for my business. These people are my people. And if you are not going to to serve the crap out of the people who are um, who are your point people, who are the ones who are literally serving the girls in the case of my business, then um, then I don't know what we're doing. So in your business, I want you to ask yourself, who is the user? Who is the person that benefits from the product or the service that you have created? And how can you create so much value for them? Not before, not just before they sign up or purchase, but after. Make them a lifelong part of your business. I promise you that um, not only will they be super grateful and continue to show up for the message of your business, um, but they will be successful. And what is a better testament to what you have created than your end user having success with it, right? All right. Next is be open to honest feedback. So uh, I have this one story that I we really very rarely have had facilitators leave our program, but there was one woman who left our program and she gave me a bunch of feedback about why she left. And this was a few years ago. And while it hurt like heck, I'm being honest, it hurt so much that she left our program. I really took every opportunity to look at the at the feedback that she left for us 
and find a way to use it to make our program better. And I silently bless and thank her all the time because of her, I was able to up-level our program in a way that I wouldn't have been. So I very well could have been like, okay, you're out, goodbye. But what I did was I made it a very harmonious exit for her, number one. And number two, I implemented all of her feedback. And so it's so, so important to be an open channel for that sort of uh, dialogue because we can't be better if we're not hearing from the people who are purchasing our programs, purchasing our products. Um, and I invite you to to try to not take things personally when people come at you with concerns or requests, but really ask yourself, how is this an opportunity for me to do even better, to be better, to show up in a more elevated way in my business? All right. Um, and, you know, on the topic of people, right, people, be present with your people. Um, it's not that you're just opening up the lines of communication, but in my business particularly, I make it my mission to interact with everyone who comes into our community. I am the one who's answering the emails. I am the one who is responding to the DMs on Facebook and on Instagram. And that really means something to me. And I know that it means something to the people who are in our community and looking for answers from someone who is so vested in, in this heart-centered endeavor. So I'm not saying that you necessarily need to do this, but one way for me that I, I believe, again, one of the secrets to the success of Girl Life is that I am present in the community. Uh, I am the one who's doing the Facebook Lives. And, um, and the feelings that I have, like the, the sentiments I have for the work that we're doing in the girls empowerment space comes through. And I know this because it's what our community shares with us. So whether you have a team member who's able to do that, who's able to be that, um, welcoming voice, that voice that will always be there to answer questions, or you want to be that person for your business, find a way to really make people feel so welcome, to let them know that they're in the right place. It's like cheers. You know, sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. I know, I know, I'm singing again, but like, right? When you walk into cheers, everybody knows you, you feel welcome. And that's what you want for your community. Whatever your offering is, whatever your service is, I want you to know that people, when they feel seen and heard and welcomed, they are, um, they're going to stand in line for whatever it is that you are providing. And so that has definitely been the case with our business. So if you're part of our community, which I know you are because you're listening, thank you. And finally, thank you for tuning in until the end. This is my favorite share on how to, to lead with heart in your heart-centered business. I want you to trust your intuition. My intuition is my greatest superpower in my business. So many of us are conditioned. The second we have a question, uh, the second we're faced with a conflict in our business, we're like, okay, let me go to my coach. Let me go to my friend. Let me go to my colleague. Let me go to... We're like looking at everyone, we're Googling it, we're trying to figure out the answer. But the first thing I invite you to do is look within and ask yourself, what would the most elevated version of me respond to this? How would the most elevated version of me respond to this? 
and give yourself a moment, take a beat to, to really meditate on that question first. And if you're able to find the answer within, amazing. Uh, and if you're not, that's when you ask yourself, okay, where can I get the support that I need on this? But first, ask yourself, trust your intuition, learn to turn the volume up on your intuition because this is your business. Again, if you've actually created a business that is rooted um, with a foundation of true meaning for you, the answer is already there for you. You just need to take a minute to to really um, be there for it. Just be there for it. So thanks guys for tuning in. And uh, before we go, I want to share an opportunity that we have going on right now for all of you. We are giving you the opportunity to test out our girls empowerment curriculum. As you know, we train heart-centered female leaders to run profitable girls empowerment workshops. And so we have a free offer. Remember I talked to you about these freebies? These freebies are everything. And so we want you to take the Girl Life program out for a test drive. And you can do that by going to melodypormorati.com slash fast track. And basically what you're going to do when you go there, you're going to sign up and you're going to get three videos on exactly how to run your first profitable girls empowerment workshop. I'm going to share the who, what, where, when, and why. You're going to know how to earn for the good work that you're doing, how to get your first workshop out there in your community, and how to truly impact girls. So again, that's melodypormorati.com slash fast track. And I hope to see you on the inside. I hope that this podcast served you. And if it did, Please hit share and share it with someone who you love and I will catch you guys next week. Bye.